have Coinbase, who has been completely left out of this this NFT craze, and their competitors, I mean, is pretty much a competitor because anybody who's handling crypto trading volume in whatever cryptocurrency builds item is a competitor to, to Coinbase. So they've just been completely left out, and I'm surprised it's taken them this long. Right. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. It just seems like they're cutting out the step where you need to go from U.S. dollars to crypto and then spend that crypto. So it seems like there would be less tax implications. That's what they're aiming for, for like the common person. But my arena. Yeah, I don't understand how that could even work because you're still at the end of the day buying a item. Digital ad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, technically, it's still a profit or a capital gain. I know. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, to, to talk to the Facebook part of this a little bit, I, I'm trying to figure out their move. What What is it that they are doing here to to open up this their own marketplace for NFTs where you could buy and sell and showcase your little picture on Instagram or Facebook? That aspect to me is really uninteresting. Just the ability to put a profile. There's nothing... You could do that right now if you wanted to. I think there's maybe going to be like a link to the the asset or something below it so that you can see if it's the real one that you're owning. But what I think they are really going to do here is the data associated with the NFT. So if you log into Facebook with your wallet or you use their, their own wallet, which they're building this Novi wallet, all of the transaction data, anything that's happened with that wallet is now going to be tied to your Facebook profile, your name. So <laughs> all of those uh, financial transactions with that wallet, it's, it's just more data for Facebook to now to harvest. And I think the premise is that data is going to be useful someday. Right now, maybe not so useful. It's It'll be interesting to see your transaction history and what kind of money you're moving around, that's certainly valuable to Facebook's uh, advertising audience. But other than that, I don't know. I'm trying to think like two or three steps ahead. What's, what's Facebook trying to do? And that's one part, but I think that's like the easy part. I mean, what, what do you think is the hard part that they, you know, really trying to see the future here and trying to figure them out? They're basically just trying to create a parallel on Web3 for all the money they made on Web2 advertising. So like one of the easiest things I could see is they see all of your history, how much you spend on NFTs, what kind of NFTs you buy, whether they're, you know, NBA top shots or all the pixelated JPEGs or actual art pieces. And then I'm assuming they get a percentage of every NFT transaction on their marketplace. And then since they can see into your wallet history and everything you've done and know what you bought on the marketplace, they can then advertise stuff to you that's within your price range, like NFT projects. That's my biggest question is like, who is Facebook? Who Are they vetting these NFT projects? Like, are people just going to get rug pulled left and right? Or are they only letting certain, you know, uh, NFT projects on there? How do you get Facebook's approval to get your NFT project on there? Because right now, seems like they're going to really open source it and kind of let everybody do whatever they want. And that seems like a troubled path, in my opinion. 
but yeah, you can't really draw the line. Like, where do you draw the line then of what's acceptable and what's not? Well, they can. It's it's a centralized business. It's not going to be a completely decentralized solution. I don't I don't anticipate them being focused on that. They're they're going to put their own interest first, in my opinion. And that's the thing, right? Is with whenever they're announcing one of these projects, it's the first question we have to ask is what's in it for them. And they're not doing it to to propel the decentralization trend forward. They're trying to defend against the Web3 incumbents, or the Web3 disruptors, I should say, because they are themselves right. the incumbent. So I, th- I, I suspect that's just the beginning, analyzing transaction data associated with, with your wallet, watching and seeing what you're doing, maybe... If you're buying something like a CryptoPunk or a Board Ape, you they want to market certain things to you based on the type of NFT community you belong to, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if they do this metaverse thing, like uh, we live in an augmented reality world where the NFT you hold affects your person in this augmented reality. That's that's I think. I don't know. It feels like too easy. It feels like too surface level. I really am trying to figure out what their move is here. And it, it's a little nebulous to me because I, I, I don't know how exactly they, they monetize this, but it's just so early with this stuff that maybe it doesn't go anywhere. And then maybe this whole thing is just a, a, a phase that doesn't, doesn't go anywhere. But right. at the other hand, they have to, they have to devote some amount of capital to to put these projects forward to make sure that they can defend their market position because they are losing market share in, in the Facebook product line. The Instagram product line, I think, is doing fine, but they you know need to do everything they can to, to protect their shareholders is, is essentially the... Uh, yeah, I mean... Their, their motive. Isn't Meta putting like 10 billion a year for the next foreseeable future into the metaverse. I don't know. Is that, I'm pretty sure that's an actual figure. I read it somewhere this morning, but um, I mean, that's a lot of money. So like, my thing is, is like, if they're putting that much money into it, they have to have a strong belief that they know which direction this is going to go. So like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think we're like two, three, four years behind, you know, what they're already planning to be the new norm. Cause I haven't, I mean, I haven't really messed around on the metaverse. We don't have like an Oculus or any VR type of thing. So I haven't really been, you know, on there checking it out. But from what I see, I mean, people are having a hell of a time, you know, trying to figure out how to interact and walk around. And I mean, the use cases, like you were kind of bringing up, I mean, they're in the hundreds of thousands, um, what you can use NFTs for either in the real world or in the metaverse. So I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. Yeah, this article, this uh, this Financial Times article, the $10 billion annually over the next decade. Yeah, that's that's an insane amount of money. But to them, I mean, their revenue is, is insane as well. Uh, so um, Yeah, they're just going to recoup that. Yeah, yeah, because it's it has an eighty five billion dollar a year ad based business model. So that's 
they have plenty of money to spend on this <laughs> and, and whether or not that ends up, you know, it's like, it's a war chest that they are using to either defend themselves. If this thing does become a huge competitive threat, or if it doesn't, it's just the cost of another year's gone by or, or some right. project. So and yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see and, just trying to, you know, I, I'll never use their marketplace. I'll never, <laughs> no, I don't no. know. I think a lot of, a, a lot of us would never use it, but the, 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 the common people will, of course. Yeah. But I no, would never use it. So God, can you just imagine like that girl from high school hits you up with that multi-level marketing shit and now she's pushing NFTs that you can put right. on Facebook. That's so annoying. Um, you want to move <laughs> over to Coinbase? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you highlight this so, one a little bit? It's pretty yeah, much the same thing. So. Yeah, it's same, just different companies. So Coinbase says it'll let, let users make purchases in its planned NFT marketplace through their MasterCard credit and debit cards. Um, this is definitely a shift from what we in the United States know as common policy, whereas, you know, we haven't been able to use credit cards. I mean, I think I might have back in 2017, a tiny, tiny little bit, but um, that basically got banned in the United States because of one reason or another. Obviously, they don't want people spending money they don't have, but they'll let you short on uh, low liquidity, but who am I? Anyways, MasterCard has been pushed in for crypto integration for the last year or so. And um, Coinbase's NFT platform has anywhere from 1.5 to 2.5 million on the wait list. Um, I'm not sure they have an actual date that they're planning on releasing it. But uh, the big thing is, is MasterCard is saying that, you know, for the lame and the common person, going on to Coinbase and buying Ethereum and then transferring that to a wallet and then transferring that to a website where you buy the NFT and exporting the NFT to your wallet is very confusing. So they're trying to cut down on the steps to where you can just go on Coinbase, click a button like you're ordering, you know, some AirPods or some coffee pods and have the NFT in your wallet within, you know, a minute or two. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure how I feel about this, Dylan, what are your initial thoughts? Yeah. I mean, look, we're talking about using credit cards to buy NFTs and not using crypto. Like this is, this is a little insane to be, mm -hmm. to be honest, because if, if NFTs are going to be this huge, important crypto denominated item, this is ironic that yes. <laughs> you're, you're going to have, you're going to onboard all these people. To, to just to use a, cr a credit card to buy this thing. And the, the way the NFTs are working, there's some really interesting articles that are talking about the problems of the, of the NFT and the, the way the, the image can change. Cause you're just kind of buying a URL that's, that's directing to an image and whoever owns that image or where it's being stored can actually mess with it. So this is, I think the irony that highlights some flaws with the NFT narrative that exists right now, but that said, I'm assuming if you use your credit card to purchase it, you can then move it around your digital wallets as, as is the trend in crypto, right? You'd probably be able to just move it around, but I yeah. forgot about that, that they, that the credit cards have been, 
using credit cards has kind of been banned in the U.S. from a lot of the banks and such. Because I remember that too in 2017 when when they started allowing it, and I remember doing it too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was when all that know your customers started getting real stringent in the U.S. and like uh, you know, Binance started Binance U.S. and Bitfinex. I kind of stopped using, but. Um, it's wild. So just some numbers real quick. So in Q3 of 2021, there was over 10 billion in NFT trading volume. That went down to over 7 billion for Q4. And so far in January 22, they're over 4 billion just in the month. Yeah, it's insane. Because I mean. if, if there's 2.5 million people on Coinbase's wait list, and you assume each one of them spends some amount of money, $10, $100, I mean, the Ethereum gas fees on all of those alone are going to be, people are going to have to buy 50 to $100 worth of Ethereum, probably more. You know, each one of those people. Well, and that, to, yeah. <laughs> so it's just point. the gas fees, the gas coverage alone that people are going to have to buy, those 2.5 million people are going to have to buy just to transact. It's, it's a lot. That's it's another lot question. Do you think? Because then they, they can collect their 2% or whatever. You think MasterCard is like floating Ethereum because they're not making their customers purchase any? You know what I mean? So you mean like they're going to need to buy Ethereum to export the NFT out or just process the transaction to purchase the NFT? Probably to transfer it out. I'm, I mean, if, if there's a marketplace, this is a really technical question for Coinbase yeah. because if Coinbase has the marketplace and the assets are held on Coinbase, they could choose to use Polygon or some other layer two solution that OpenSea uses. On OpenSea, you can you can transact NFTs on the Polygon layer two of Ethereum and it's very, very cheap. It's it's tremendously cheap compared to layer one transactions on Ethereum where you're you're spending fifty, a hundred Right, hundred fifty, two hundred dollars just to just to buy or sell the thing. So I'm assuming if the if the asset the NFT assets are actually stored going to be stored on Coinbase's marketplace itself, you might not have to spend a tremendous amount in the centralized department of the of the wallet. Yeah, and so so perhaps perhaps that's not going to be a, a feature of their. <laughs> of their software but yeah if you want to remove it from that marketplace and send it to your ethereum wallet or your polygon you wallet you'll have to send some amount of fee yeah yeah the polygon part of it is it's actually the first time i ever did a transaction on, with the polygon on OpenSea. i was i was blown away by how cheap it was it's it's tremendously cheap i don't think um, i've ever dabbled with it it's I would encourage you to try it. I bought a crypto raider. It's this game and mm -hmm. it's it's uh yeah, it was the first time I, I, I used Polygon actually and I was blown away by how cheap it was. It, it reminded me of what Ethereum used to be like and how cheap you're spending, you know, a couple bucks just yeah. to do a transaction versus two hundred or whatever it is now. It's so I would nice. encourage you to check it out. Yeah. Give it a shot. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I'll put it on my uh my weekend research. Have you ever heard of uh just one more thing? Have you ever heard of Looks Rare? Yeah. 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 I, I I did I, not. I've never that's used why 
Me either. That's why the January NFT volume got so high because apparently they just launched either in early January or late December. And I mean, they're doing, they're doing, doing a lot. Yeah. I think they, I, I can't remember if they, they did their own token mm -hmm. to try to, to try like to the looks token or something. Yeah. They airdropped it to people on OpenSea who had, had transacted. Mm -hmm. So, OpenSea is going public. They're going to do an IPO, and they have received a lot of flack for not doing an airdrop and going the the traditional VC exit yeah. and and not rewarding the people who spent millions of their product. Of dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so they this looks rare project tried to capitalize on that from what I can tell. Um, or I might be thinking of SOS the DAO. Uh, I'm not going to get my fingers crossed there. But. I was looking at a good graphic last night. I'll send you if I find it. But uh, yeah, they came out of they came out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's and that's what Coinbase and Meta, these Meta and Facebook, they <laughs> they see these these companies doing doing huge things. They want their piece of the pie. So whether or not they actually plan to if Facebook's plan is actually to innovate in the marketplace in this in this web3 nft metaverse world i'm i'm skeptical um if they'll be able to really drive any of that forward but they they have to again allocate some of their budget to try so we'll Definitely. see it'll be interesting how it all shakes out over the next two to five years no doubt all right, man. Well, TGIF, the grind includes Friday. Let's uh, yeah. let's make some money today, man. I'll, I'll see you out there. Let's get it, brother. Good talking to you. You too. Bye.